This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 19th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? First of all, that was a, a very energetic entry you gave. Thanks, thanks. Only two tries this time. (laughs) I average much closer to one, but yes, thank you. You you, you actually, you know, know, Don, you you usually know the you know the uh, the intro in the first try. Yeah, you don't know this because I imagine you don't listen to the podcast uh, outside of recording it. But do do you actually listen to them back? Yes. Oh well, I've been sometimes. I like to sneak those Easter eggs back into the back of the show. I haven't done many this year, but. An episode or two ago, I definitely did that when we do fun screw-ups <laughs> like this, which I hope people catch. Was, I don't it, was know. it my screw-up or was it your screw-up? Last time it was uh, me making a joke about the train, which I thought was funny, train going by my house. And I was like, that'll do for the end of the show. But we're really, really reaching behind the fourth wall with this intro, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Anyway, we don't mind. Nobody minds. Matt, how'd your uh, weekend go? We're recording on Sunday night. It was, it was good. Yeah. Very, very productive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good here. Did you get the barbecue out? It did. Perfect. I, I bought some apple chi- applewood chips. Okay. And I, I used them in conjunction with the charcoal to to produce a sweet, smoky flavor for for Ooh. Our, our Ooh. Yeah. That does sound good. It was really good. Matt, for our picks, I have to bring up our boy Tommy Fam, who did fine for both of us. You had him on Saturday. I had him on Friday. You suggested I had him a day early, yes. and he went deep for me, and he did it fine for you. Had a, a hit and a run, but I, your pick was better in terms of getting a lefty. I lucked out. It's, I'm bragging about luck, absolutely, but that is what happened there. And yeah, You had Joe Panic do okay. I had Lucas Duda do okay, but that was the, the big thing from this week. I had Robbie Grossman go a big fat 0 for 4 also. So. Uh. Yeah, big, that was the big thing. Uh, I mean, at least on the hitter side, I suppose. Other than that home run, I did get Tony Walters in there, who went two for four and had a pair of RBIs. But yeah, well, what was uh, what stuck out to you uh, from uh, the week? My guy Alex Meyer. Your guy Alex Meyer was was real good. Six scoreless, nine strikeouts. That's uh, that's dealing against the Royals. How much of this is Alex Meyer, and how much of this is the Royals? I'll, I'll, I'll split right in the middle. It's yeah, about right, and that's fair. That's fair. We had Junior Guerra had a rough start to his start, ended up with a quality start. was okay. Ed Zach Godley do just fine in Philadelphia. Jacob Faria was good against the Tigers, and you had yes, Mike Fultonevich on Sunday do just fine as well. But Alex Meyer was the guy that, that really thrived this weekend. Mm-hmm. That was good. Matt, you got anything before we get into our hitters and our pitchers for this week coming up, Monday through Thursday? The only th- other thing I feel compelled to mention is that we, we had a real big boy baseball series this weekend. Okay, which one specifically? Boston and Houston. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That's wrapping up on Sunday night here, yeah. Yeah, okay. no, you, you had the awesome game on Friday, the 2-1 game on Friday, and then you followed up with, with the uh, the finale that was 6-5, and it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, punch, counterpunch. It was a really entertaining, really entertaining series. Two real good teams. I think Boston's underperforming right now, and the Yankees are playing out of their minds, but mm-hmm. two real good teams for sure. And, of course, Houston's just kind of incredible. Houston's real good. So, yeah, that's a good matchup, and it delivered for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, Monday... June 19th. I, this is another one of those rough weeks, I'll be honest. 
I don't love a lot of my pitching picks. I don't know. Did you feel comfortable? I smell. What you're, I definitely see what you're see what you're saying. I definitely. I yeah. I can relate, but uh, I had picks that I'm. <sighs> I, I have picks yeah. That, that I'm okay. The only tough day for me was really Thursday, but. All right, we'll get there. We'll start with Monday. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. How about Sam Gavilio getting the Tigers? Do you like that at all? I'm intrigued by it. I don't. It's not my pick, but I'm interested in it. He continues to throw strikes and not walk people. That's about the best you can ask from a number four, number five starter, I suppose. But Detroit's kind of an average matchup. Your boy Daniel Gossett is taking the hill again. His debut wasn't great. Now he gets the mighty Astros. I don't want a part of that, do you? No. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I don't like him as much as you do, but <laughs> I would consider him in a spot start. Not against the Astros, though. No. Right. This, this matchup's too scary. Up, he's not this bad. No, 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 no. I agree. <laughs> the fact that he's getting a second start tells me he's not actually this bad. No, no, no. I, I, again, if he had a fine matchup, you could consider it. But the Astros are too scary for me. No thanks. I got a few more. Zach Wheeler got blown up real bad last time. I didn't pick him, but I trusted him, and it would have been bad if I had picked him. He's now going to L.A. to get the Dodgers. Do you trust Zach Wheeler there? I have no interest in that. I have moderate interest in that. But I don't think I'm going to do it. Two more names. Matt, this is literally a name I've never seen before, and I know it because I would remember it. Austin Biebens Dirks. Can you tell me anything about Austin Biebens Dirks? It's okay. a real name. First of all, where do you think he's from? I didn't look. Okay, so... don't look. Just guess where you think he's from. Is he American to start? I, I can't tell you. I, I can't answer that. So I think he's American. Well, I did before you said that. Now I'm... Second guessing, he's uh he's southern is my guess southern uh, south of United States uh, so, southern part. He is in fact the pride of Salem, Oregon. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. It's Austin Biebens hyphen Dirks. Dirks is D I R K X. I would have guessed that he was like you know like from like Curacao or something like that without looking, but then I find out I know. He, he's he's from like right around right, right around where you live. So he's a white guy and he is the <laughs> most journeyman <laughs> of journeymen's you've ever seen. The dude's been in organized I mean, baseball since he was like twenty one, and he's making his major league debut. He did make his major league debut already this year. He's like what. 32 is he really? like yeah he's 32 <laughs> he's been in baseball for 11 years he's played indie league he's played all the minor leagues he's played foreign leagues hey man he's been okay for the rangers so far but you don't want the 32 year old journeyman that's just now getting his feet wet unless he suddenly figured out a knuckleball or something which he didn't like you no no i mean the, the, so. the guy with 13 strikeouts in 24 innings with seven walks and four homers allowed hard pass <laughs> A really fun story. I want to see how he does. I hope he does well, but not putting him on a spreadsheet for us is the point. So interesting guy, not not trusting the 32-year-old journeyman, but really pumped he's getting his major league debut. He's, he's now a rookie at 32. That's great. Matt, is our pick today just Matt Garza getting the Pirates? Is that the only trustworthy option here on Monday? No, Dylan, you overlooked something. <sighs> Did I? Because I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I don't know who else I even really want. Unless you want Brad Peacock going to Oakland, which I don't feel that great about that either. Before you say, I'm going to go ahead and say begrudgingly, I don't like it. I want Matt Garza versus Pittsburgh, I think. Because, again, this mistake of thinking Pittsburgh's not that good. And Garza's slowing down a little bit. But, I don't know. 
I, I, I like Zach Wheeler more, but I don't like that matchup. Brad Peacock is 47% owned. You can do it. Uh, you want I'm to doing Peacock? it, yeah. That's my pick. He's got a bit of a split for lefties, but um, I don't... I don't really see any, any left-handed bets that really scare me off in, in Oakland. So, now they're very average. I'm fine with that matchup. He does have 58 strikeouts in 39 innings, and that is rocking. Most of that's in relief, though. It's not what you... I mean, well, and that's the thing. Here's his innings pitched going backwards per game. 4.2, okay. 3, 6, 4.2, 4.1, and then 1-1-1-2, like all the other stuff. Have you, yes. ever, have you ever coached baseball? I have never coached baseball. Okay, well, lesson number one is you don't count innings, you count pitches. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, unfortunately, in our contest that we do, we very specifically count innings, but yes. Correct, but either, either way, in his last, if you actually like, look into the numbers of his last start, I think he threw, he threw over 90 pitches. The reason he was pulled early is because he struck out 10 and walked 4, so he's going yes. to do a lot of counts early, racked up yeah. pitches early, and needed to be removed. He he can in fact throw around a hundred pitches that we that we typically look for in a start room. So yeah, no, this just feels like a little bit of we've never used this phrase before. A little bit of the rich man's Erasmo, and that he's not going to go real deep, but his ratios look good. He's been fine and getting those strikeouts and decent control. I don't know. I'm fine with it. There's not a huge upside here, but it's also a day where there's a lot of downside. So I think it's fine. I don't know. I'm okay with it. I... He's only pitched five innings once this year, so again, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think he's gonna blow you up at all, and I think he'll get some strikeouts. It's just if you're playing DFS or something, you want a bigger ceiling. It's probably a better spreadsheet pick than Matt Garza that I'm picking. I will give you that. He will help your spreadsheet more. It's a tough day though on Monday. Is there anybody else here you even like? No. <laughs> no. That's the problem. Yeah, it's an ugly day. How about hitters on this ugly okay. day? Where are you looking to take advantage of all this bad pitching? Okay, uh, starting with my C pick, we've got Scott Feldman going mm-hmm. to Tampa to pitch against the, the Devil Rays. He's, in fact, right-handed, not very good against lefties. Uh, eight OPS against well over 800. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make this my A pick, but he's, his ownership percentage is so high it would hurt me. Yes. My guy Malik Smith at 36%. Yes, we have to talk about Malik Smith. He's also on my list, not my A pick either. He's mm-hmm. people are catching on before we could talk about him. Yeah, thirty six percent is still not a huge ownership percentage. Yeah. It is for our spreadsheet, but if he's in your league, you got to consider it. They're batting him lead off while Kiermaier's out. He's left handed. He's already running crazy, which is his job. Like, yeah. if you need stolen bases, look at Malik Smith because they're giving him the opportunity, and so far so good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm into that. For sure. Uh, I like that as a C pick, and more importantly, just one for us to mention. He's also hitting, like, 368 or something insane. Like, that's not going to last. He's going to cool off, but yeah. he's also stolen seven bases already. So. Yeah, I think there's just been a couple of homework mixed in there as well. Too. Yeah, so worth looking at. Go stag him in your deeper leagues if you need some speed help. And if he's cheap in DFS, you can take a look for sure. For sure. Next up, my B pick. We've got the Padres coming to Chicago to face off against the Cubs. John Lester rumbles to the bump for the, the North Side. Mm-hmm. He's, in fact, left-handed, and he's been rough against righties this season in particular. I'm yes. going to Hunter Renfro out there at 30%. Okay, and Wrigley, I'm into that. Yeah, Hunter Renfro getting a lefty is fun, and being out of Petco is going to be fun. Kind of interesting taking him against uh, Lester, but I think that matchup's totally fine, and that's the kind of thing where nobody else is really going to do that in DFS, so... Cubs pitching doesn't scare me whatsoever this year. They've been, you know, it's... They've had issues. 
it's a you know I I saw this you know in in 2006 I saw the same thing with the White Sox where you had like this like stacked rotation they had racked up all these innings in the previous year and there isn't you know I, I've I've seen hangovers like this before it's not like unheard mm-hmm. of. you're kind of seeing this yeah. something similar in Cleveland believe it or not with some of the guys that are you know hitting the DL and not hitting the DL there mm-hmm. anyways uh, and lastly my A pick. On the other side of this matchup, the Cubs get Clayton Richard, okay, which means I'm searching the Cubs roster for for righties that I trust. Yes, and Albert Almora is still killing right, is still killing left-handed pitching this season. Yes, he is, and he's only one percent owned. So I'm I'm gonna roll my guy Albert Almora. Matt, I like that pick enough that that is also my A pick. I'm sorry, I'm I'm right there with you, which I suppose is just a full endorsement, right? Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I mean. He's got no PS against left. He's over a thousand, a couple homers. Yes, yes, yeah. crushing. He's scoring runs all over the place, and not only that, he's, he's drawing walks too. So yeah, he's starting. He's a talented young guy. Plays good defense. I'm, I'm in on that. I don't think I'm running out to grab him in my leagues since he's yeah. mostly hitting lefties. But DFS wise, or if you play in some weird two man podcast league where you pick a hitter a day, <laughs> big thumbs up. I think that's that's real good. So, so good that we both picked him for Monday, but. Yeah, I like Elmore getting a lefty. And Clayton Richard doesn't really scare me anymore either. Especially with a speedy guy like this. It'll be good. Uh, I like that. I, for my D pick, kind of my C pick, I wanted to pick against Annabelle Sanchez. Are you fine with picking against Annabelle Sanchez for the Tigers, I assume? Yes, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Annabelle Sanchez is whatever, you know. And uh, so from the Mariners, cheap guy Ben Gamble still hasn't made it in for me yet. We mentioned him a few times. He's still 7% owned. He's still killing it. They still use him plenty. I want cheap Mariners there, so I'm putting Ben Gamble. My B pick, I wrote Malik Smith, but above him, another cheap Tampa Bay Ray. I still like Colby Rasmus is 2% owned, and yeah, he can't handle lefties, but if he gets Scott Feldman, I think he's going to be fine, and he has real pop, and that, that could be a cheap homer for you. I like Colby Rasmus. And this is certainly more a pick for the Reds, against the Reds, than it is of picking Colby Rasmus, but he's going to be competent there. And then above that, I have Albert Almora against Clayton Richards. It's going to be just fine. So, into that. Matt, Tuesday the 20th is another so-so day. I don't immediately know who I'm going to pick. But <sighs> Amir Garrett goes to Tampa Bay. I don't really trust Amir Garrett that much, but the Rays don't really hit lefties. Would you consider Amir Garrett here? I'd consider it, but I'm also picking against him, so I, get, I think it means I can't. Yeah, I would not do it in this contest, and I'm not going to. He has blow-up starts in him, but he also has good starts in him. So this is like a good deep DFS option where nobody's going to take him. He's going to be cheap, but he could turn into a okay start. So upside... But also a lot of risk. No thanks. Do you like Zach Davies getting the Pirates at all? No. Do you like your boy Mike Montgomery getting the Padres at all? Actually, yes, I do. I think that's okay. The Padres are... Away from Petco, they're kind of a little bit scary. Not terrifying, but a little bit better. I don't know. Are you? Is that your pick, or are you just thinking about it? Yeah, it actually is my pick. I don't hate that at all. I just... I wish we were in San Diego. I would feel much better about it if we're in San Diego. But the th- yeah. thing of it is, he is in fact left-handed, but he doesn't have quite the same platoon split that uh, Lester has this, so far this year. Believe it or not. Yeah, and I don't expect him to go real deep either. But I think it's it's very capable. I don't know. The Padres are not hitting lefties. I you just maybe go look it up. They're last in baseball against lefties, so it's stronger than I thought. It's so going to be fun. Other than Hunter Renfro. 
they're awful yeah. against lefties is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that matchup. Do you like Matt Strom of the Royals at all? He gets the Red Sox, so you're probably not taking him in this matchup at all. But do you like him as a guy? Last time out, five innings, no earned runs, one earned run. Like, he's been kind of a bullpen guy, but has a little bit of gas. He's left-handed. Are you on Matt Strom at all? No, I'm, I'm not on no. Matt Strom. Especially no. opposing for sale, no. I'm looking at Matt Strom. I'm not looking at him against the Red Sox. Bad matchup, but a name. He's a guy. Matt, how about Francis Martez, the you know one of the top Astros prospects? He's going to Oakland. He's had an okay time so far. His first start did not go very well. His second one went much better. Do you like him in Oakland at all? He's, in fact, a real prospect. Yes, yes, but he is. I, He's I, the guy I, that they keep talking about they should trade for Quintana. Yeah, that was the guy that the, the, him and Joe Musgrove were the two that the White Sox really wanted. Mm-hmm. But as far as this game goes, I think he, he might be up a little too early. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's he's had enough time to 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 bake in the minor leagues. He needs a few more minutes down there. Maybe so, maybe so. He's interesting though, and Oakland's a very average matchup. It'd be okay. Speaking of average matchups, your boy Ariel Miranda is most importantly he's at home and he gets the Tigers. Are you thinking about? I mean, you already said your pick, but were you okay with Ariel Miranda at home against the Tigers? They're sixth versus lefties though. They can kind of hit lefties. The, the entire lineup is right-handed, is it not? For the most part, yeah, it's it's pretty righty heavy. Victor Martinez is out. His he has a weird heart thing going on, but the Tigers is definitely mostly right-handed. Mm. It's not a great matchup for him. We like him at home, but that's not a great matchup for him. The only other name I wrote down is Robert Gesellman going to the Dodgers, and he's not really back on your good side yet, is he? Five innings, seven runs last time out. Hard pass. Yeah, can't do it. Bad matchup. Can't do it. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Francis Martez, but I, I like the Mike Montgomery one, too. I think Martez has a little bit more upside, just because I don't expect Montgomery to go very deep. But I'm definitely fine with Montgomery as well. Kind of the same both your first two picks. Like, I don't know. They're not going to put up a ton of innings, but the ratios could be real well. So I'm fine with that. Matt, on Tuesday, who are you thinking about hitter-wise? Okay. I'm going to start with my eight pick just because I think it's more interesting. Okay. Ch- change it up a little bit. Sure. I did a deep dive into, into Chris Tillman's splits. Yes. He's been abysmal. He's forgotten how to pitch to lefties. He's been abysmal. No, no, he's like literally forgotten how to pitch to lefties. <laughs> What's the OPS against? Do you have right there? It's over a thousand, but he's he's got a ratio of eight strikeouts to fifteen walks to left-handed batters. Oh boy! An on-base percentage of four eight one against lefties this season. I have a Chris Tillman stat for you. Yeah, it's that last time we out we talked about him. He had an eight oh one ERA going into his last start. Yes. And he threw five and a third innings, and he managed to get his ERA to go up. How do you go five and a third innings and still allow over an eight ERA? He, he did. I would guess that you allowed five runs. He did. He he did not do well. So Chris Tillman, he like yeah, ERA's got to come down. It's now eight oh seven. He allowed five runs. He did exactly that with six strikeouts and one walk. But his yeah, whip is two one zero. Oh. I know. Anyway, so, you want to pick against Chris Tillman with your APIC? With lefties in particular, yes. I'm, I'm going with a 13%, 13 ownership of one Bradley Zimmer. Okay, I can see that. I'm, I'm into that for sure. Uh, why not? He's a talent. That's a prospect, for sure. Strikes out a little bit, but he's left-handed, and that's all it's going to take against Chris Tillman. I'm running up that worry against Chris Tillman. Yep, that'll be good. 
I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Somebody I, that, but like a, a picture that I, I knew to be at one point very good to be that bad. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, moving on. B pick. I really want to take righties against Francisco Luriano. He's got a ridiculous split there. Yes, he and does. I'm, I'm going to roll out my, my, my guy. It's time for, time for a party at Napoli's. Mike Napoli at 31% owned versus Francisco Luriano. Yeah, I have that as my B pick too. He's been real rough this year. He's turning it around lately and the power still shows up sometimes. The power still shows up a lot. He's, the power shows up. He's been not rough against lefties though. So even though I'm not grabbing him in my fantasy league or whatever, the matchup is pretty much perfect here in terms of he kills righties. Pardon me. He kills lefties and Liriano cannot handle righties. Like yeah. this is a DFS pick written all over it. Absolutely. He's like yeah, the, the, like the inverse of, of Chris Tillman. Yeah, it's essentially. Like if, if, if they were ever like combined and merged into one pitcher, they would be like like a super useless Voltron. Yeah. So yeah, no, I like that. How about your C pick? Well, so C pick. I mentioned I was picking against Amir Garrett. I found the the one Tampa Bay Ray who can who can apparently handle lefties, and that's Steven Souza mm-hmm. at thirty six percent. I'm fine with that. Yeah. How much did you say? Thirty six. Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly low for him, isn't it? He had a grand slam on Sunday, I think. Yeah, I think he'll be fine, for sure. All right, I like Sousa there. My guys, I have at my C pick. It's not exciting. I picked him before, and he didn't actually get in, but I still kind of like him. Gregor Blanco is leading off for the D-backs, at least until A.J. Pollock comes back, which won't be that long. But he's at 1% owned, and he's going to Colorado. And I'll take a 1% leadoff guy in Colorado, and he's left-handed, and gets German Marquez, who... I believe in German Marquez at least a little bit, but it's Coors Field. This is a pick against Coors Field, to be honest, and it's a C pick, but Gregor Blanco, at whatever minimum he costs, could be just fine there if he gets in the lineup at the top of it in Coors Field. My B pick is also Napoli. I'm all about that. I like that just fine. And then, similar to you, I didn't take Bradley Zimmer, but I'm all about picking on Chris Tillman. I have our other favorite Cleveland player, Lonnie Chisenhall. He's still real cheap. He is left-handed, most importantly. He's 4% owned. It's Chris Tillman. So Bradley Zimmer and Chisholm Hall, I like both of them. I'm just I'm spending my Chisholm Hall for the month on Chris Tillman as my A pick there. Um, okay, Matt. Wednesday the 21st. Still not a lot of options here, I really like. Okay. Do you like Nick Pavetta getting the Cardinals? He had seven scoreless against Boston last time. Intrigued by it. I'd like to, I'd like to see their, him, you know, probably throw another quality start before I toss him out there. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested yeah. here. Yeah, at least interested. He looked good against a real good offense last time. Otherwise, it's been okay. But not, not trusting him yet. I'm not that scared of the Cardinals, but that would be okay. How about your boy Eddie Butler at home against the Padres? No way. Padres against a righty? Are you crazy? <laughs> Eddie Butler has just been okay. He's a guy. So, not again. Yeah. He's, he's a guy. Our guy, Junior Guerra, gets the Pirates. I think it's totally competent, but there's another stutter I like more. But are you considering that? Yes, I am. Okay. Are you taking that, or are you considering I that? I want to hear what the, what the other guy that I'm missing is before I take him. Okay. How about your boy, Joe Biagini, going to Texas? He's also a guy, right? That's fine. He has a four two six ERA. He's being competent, but nobody you really want, I think. No. No. I got two more that are actually interesting. Your boy Dan Straley is forty eight percent owned. That's he's he's pretty competent. He's good, but he gets the Nationals, who are the second best offense against righties this year. That's just too tough of a matchup, right? It's a hard pass for me. I wouldn't take it. 
we like Dan Straley. We don't like picking this matchup, so don't pass. I think for me, it's a year boy, Jordan Montgomery, at home against the Angels. And Yankee Stadium's kind of rough, and the Angels are kind of right-handed, but they're not doing much with it this year. They've been so bad. They're 26th in baseball against left-handed pitching on the year. A lot of that year had Mike Trout. Like, they don't now. I'm not scared of the Angels, are you? I'm not scared of the Angels, but I'm, I'm kind of annoyed you're taking Jordan Montgomery. <laughs> I'm, this is <laughs> definitely a pick against the Angels more than it's a pick of Jordan Montgomery. They're bad against lefties. I, I don't like that it's in Yankee Stadium, to be fair. But, yeah, yeah, I'm just not scared of them. I think they're bad. I don't think they can hit. So, I'm going there. I'm also fine with Junior Guerra. Uh, Which way were you leaning? Or is there anybody else you like? I have Junior Guerra written down. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. All right. No audible from you. I think that's totally fine. I'm kind of scared of the blow-up potential in Yankee Stadium. I I don't understand how you can like like this start, but not like the Oakland start. The Oakland start didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i it's again i'm picking against the angels i have you know 26 in baseball against lefties and that a lot of that was with mike trout i'm just like Ugh, no okay. the angels are stinky right, that's that's kind of what i'm sticking to there right. matt hitters on wednesday who are you thinking uh taking here okay now it's now it's your turn to pick on me for taking it making a pick that i had previously uh Okay. You're a really hard time for. Okay. Is it Franchi Cordero? Is it Alan Cordoba? <laughs> you thinking about it? Uh, you, you got the first one correct. There, he's not bad, right? He's a little bit interesting at like zero percent owned or whatever. Franchi Cordero is two percent owned. He get, he's in fact left-handed. He gets a righty and Eddie Butler in Wrigley. Yeah. So yeah, he's been it's, fine. That's actually my A pick is Franchi Cordero. And I'm into it. I like it. I'm kind of kind of regretting giving you a hard time for taking Jordan Montgomery. You're you're, you're free to yeah. You're free to you know blast away at me for for my franchise pick. Yeah. Well, again, I don't feel like you're saying hey, rush out and grab him. You're just kind of like the Cubs are worth picking on, basically. And it's I, I, I go with the numbers above all else, and the numbers say that this is uh huh. So. All right. Who do you like? If you can't get Franchi Gordero, your A pick, who are you thinking about on Wednesday? I've got a zero percenter. Okay. Who are you looking at? Michael Waka is going to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies. And you know know who Mm -hmm. the best hitter in the Phillies roster against right-handed pitching this year is? Against right-handed pitching? I mean, it's not. Is it Aaron Althair? No, surprisingly not. You'd think it would be, but it's not. No. Who is it? Daniel Nava. Damn, oh boy. <laughs> Alright, it's a zero percenter, I understand that, and he's just been whomping on righties? Uh, so far this season against right-handed pitching, OPS over a thousand. In, oh, okay. Uh, in, you know, it's not like an Aaron Althair sample size, it's, you know, it's it's big enough to know that he's doing something right. He's been playing more. He's kind of taking that job from Michael Saunders, if he keeps doing it, for sure, because Michael Saunders has not done much yeah, this year. So. Yeah, is he... yeah. Anyway, so at zero percent, if he gets in there, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a C pick and I have a D pick that I feel needs to be mentioned. Okay. C pick, David Holmberg gets in a start for the White Sox. Yes, he does. He's, in fact, left-handed. Eduardo Escobar, I believe, is the best hitter on the Twins against lefties this season. Yeah. They, the Twins have some of those switch hitters and, and right-handed guys that are a little bit interesting. Yeah. And Eduardo Escobar is one of them. I, I like him against David Holmberg. And lastly, uh, we've got Ricky Nolasco facing the Yankees. Opposite Jordan yes. Montgomery. Yes. Nolasco, you kind of throw out handedness with him, is because he's 
I think he's got an OPS over 800 against lefties and well over 900 against righties. Mm-hmm. Again, you could pretty much toss just about anybody in there who can hit a right-handed pitcher. In his case, I'm, I'm looking for a righty who can hit righties. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss Chase Headley, and there's my D pick, should I need to go that deep. Yeah, I'm fine with that, though. We haven't talked about him yet this no. year, but and Ricky in Alaska is that bad. Absolutely. And how owned is Chase Headley? I got him at 13%. Oh boy, yeah, that's a, it's a deep one, but I could see that nobody else is going to take that, and Ricky Alaska is that I think bad. It's deeper so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're keeping your percentage down there, and I'm into that for sure. Uh, Matt, I had a little bit of similar picks with you. I like Eduardo Escobar as my D pick against Holberg. Again, I like picking on the White Sox lefty. Be just fine. I am from earlier in the show. I'm revisiting Malik Smith and Colby Rasmus. They get Tim Edelman of the Reds. I'm not scared of any of that. So if I ended up with one of those arrays, I'd be fine with that. And then my A pick. This is backup catcher. We've mentioned him before. That's why he's the A pick because he might not get in. Check your lineups, but. The Cubs get Miguel Diaz, and I want the cheapest Cub that can hit righties I can find. That's Miguel Montero at 1% owned, I think would be just fine if he gets in the Cubs lineup. He's been playing a fair amount a couple times a week, and so that's just a shot in the dark. Don't pencil him in until you check the uh, the lineups, but if he's in there, I, I want him. That's my A-pick. If not, I'm going to take one of these Rays against the uh, the Reds. And then Matt. Yes. Thursday the 22nd. Here we're looking at on what is indeed also a tough day. Oh, you, you want me to do the rundown? I mean, okay. If you'd like, I don't know. We, we, there's not a superset format, but you mentioned that it was kind of a hard day for you, so I kind of want to know. Oh yeah, okay. This is just my plan to steal your picks by making you pick which. No, I've, I've gotten used to listening to you run it down, and I, I, I'm excited <laughs> to do it. No, no, no. I'll happily run it down for you. Okay, uh, starting at the top of the list, we've got Hector Santiago at home against the White Sox. He's been so bad. You don't want anything to do with that, do you? Not really, no. The White Sox murder lefties. Like, so, stay yeah. away. Speaking of guys who get, <laughs> speaking of guys who are likely to get murdered, Martin Perez at home against Toronto. Yeah, Martin Perez hasn't been that bad this year. He hasn't, yeah, it's going to be, it's not a good matchup for him at all. Okay. Uh, we've got Zach Godley going to Colorado to face Antonio Senzatella. Zach Godley's eligible, and I like him. He did well for me last week, but not in Colorado, right? No way. No, absolutely not. Uh, David Paulino takes his traveling act to Oakland to face off against Jesse Hahn. They're both kind of interesting. I don't know. David Paulino. I mean, let's be fair. I'm not picking against the Astros at all, are you? Actually, I am. Are you taking Jesse Hahn? I legitimately could not find a better pick than Jesse Hahn, and I would rather just... It, first up, it's a getaway day, so it might not be the full, you know, sure. you could see a couple of guys being held out. That's what I'm clinging to. And Jesse yes. Han is pretty much all around been confident. He's really a bunch of platoon split, and I always like that in guys. You can, so it, it, not having the platoon split kind of allows you to throw the matchup out the window just because uh-huh. it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, 574 OPS against righty, 742 OPS against lefties, not the end of the world. Okay. And yeah, he's an he's an okay starter. He's relatively trustworthy. Really, the Astros yeah. really don't have a whole lot of left-handed bats that scare me that much. I suppose they're just kind of a scary lineup, top to bottom, know, for true, me. You know, yeah, they feel complete. True. But I understand what you're saying. But I mean, when you're scariest lefty, it's Brian McCann, isn't it? 
Probably, yeah. Again, it's a lot of right-handed bats that scare you, but they're just not... It's Brian McCann. Derek Fisher's up, which you're not scared of oh. yet, you know, but... So... Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Moving on. Uh, I got my guy, Mike Clevenger, going to Baltimore to face off against Wade Miley. I believe both are eligible. Yeah. Wade Miley's been so bad, I'm out on that. But are you thinking about your boy Clevenger? No, I'm thinking Jesse Hunt. Would you think about your boy Clevenger? Or just... Not, not against Baltimore, no. No, none for me either. Jesse Chavez versus Luis Severino. In Yankee Stadium? No way, right? Yeah, hard pass. No, no, no. Jeff Locke gets the Cubs in Miami. No, no, can't. Sorry, Jeff Locke. Uh, in a matchup that would have been intriguing in 2008, Matt Cain gets Jamie Garcia. Yeah, exactly. But right now, all about picking hitters against them, I, I feel. agree. Daniel Naris gets Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah, I would think about that, would you? Gallardo or Norris? I kind of think about Daniel Norris in Seattle just because they can't hit lefties. I'm not going to pick True. it, but I would at least... The Mariners don't hit lefties. I, I took a look at Gallardo's ERA. How high do you think it is without looking? Uh, off the top of my head, it's 6. 6 three, oh, yeah. It's bad. It's, he's having yeah. issues. I yeah. believe Steven Matz is eligible for a contest, but he's going to Los Angeles. He is not close to eligible. People love Steven Matz, even though he's hardly pitched. He's at 81% that's, owned. That's high for a guy with, like, what, 12 innings this year? Not even? 14 innings, 6 strikeouts. He's just been hurt. Like, that's a dude who's, like, kind of interesting, but doesn't have a huge major league track record or anything. People are buying hard on a guy that hasn't proved it yet. But, yeah. I don't know. Interesting guy. Not eligible. Matt, I like Zach Godley and not his matchup. I'm fine with Han. I like Han more than Paulino, but I like Paulino's matchup more. I'm going to take David Paulino going to Oakland, which means we get a showdown against each other. Your Han versus my Paulino in Oakland. But again, I'm picking the matchup more. It's a tough day. It's not a good day. I don't. I told you, I think it's kind of a tough week. But yeah. And then, Matt, how about your hitters on Thursday? Who are you looking yeah, at? She pick Matt Adams getting Matt Cain. Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally yeah, in that. Lefty ready, you know, in, it's in Atlanta. I looked at that, except I have already taken Matt Adams this month, but otherwise... I don't think I have. I think I mentioned him, but I don't think I took him. Nope, you're all yeah, good. I have him at 37% as my C pick. Probably should, I should probably yep. bump him to B, but either way. Okay. Okay, as you mentioned, you know, the White Sox are known to womp on lefties, so... I'm going to uh-huh. toss my guy, Matt Davidson, out there against him. Yeah, I like that. 12% owned. Sure. Yeah, he's been just fine. You made fun of him for a while this year, and then, like the White Sox, he kind of just didn't stop hitting against lefties, so why if not? I, if I remember correctly, he had, a, he had an awful spring. Yeah. Well, and he was like a former interesting prospect that never did anything, so post-hype prospect he, here, he was Matt prospect Davidson. He came to the White Sox and instantly got bad when they sent him to AAA. Which yes, yes, he told did. me all I needed to know about the White Sox developmental system. <laughs> yep, that is the thing. Got out of the Pacific Coast League and then was like, oh, crap. Oh, no. Can't hit. And lastly, my A pick, another zero percenter. The D-backs are facing off against Antonio Sensatella. It does, in fact, have a bit of a split against lefties, believe it or not. The D-backs mm-hmm. are awfully left-handed. Okay? Yeah, they can hit top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, for, for this season so far, Sensatella, 807 OPS against lefties. Nine of his 13 home runs allowed. 28 to 15 strike the walk ratio. And he's been cooling down lately. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Hazelbaker is back in the repository. Started as recently as, as Sunday. So I'm, I'm, oh, I'm boy. He, I haven't heard that name in I'm a while. Hope, yeah, he went away for a while. So I'm hoping he gets another shot at, 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 at handling a, a righty in the outfield for the D-backs. This is my, my guy, Jeremy, oh, okay. Jeremy Hazelbaker. 
Okay, I can I can deal. It's in cores. Everything in cores is good. Yeah, any zero percent on. So there's no criticizing a zero percent guy starting in cores if they do that. I like that for sure. Especially as you know a guy who likes Gregor Blanco. So I will certainly allow that. Um, okay, my headers. I had a bunch. If you want a Blue Jays righty against Martin Perez, there's a lot of them. The cheap one would be Stephen Pierce for me. Not that he's done a lot this year, but he's only 3% owned and certainly has the power to run into one. Has a history of hitting lefties. Above that, if you want a Mariner that can hit lefties, like Daniel Norris, they usually don't hit lefties that well. But Mike Zunino is currently on one of his tears. Mike Zunino sometimes forgets how to hit baseballs and get on base, but right now he's mashing them, which he can do from time to time. Has him up to 23% owned, but he likes hitting lefties for sure, so you can do that. My C pick, if you want the most boring basement option to just try and get some points, Nick Markakis gets Matt Kane. He's 15% owned. He has like one or two homers this year. He's not going to do that, but he's racking up RBIs and runs scored, and he's just, it's a safety pick. That's for your 50-50s. That's for your shallow DFS formats. He'll be just fine. Matt Kane is bad. My B pick, we already talked about, Albert Almora. He gets another lefty. He gets Jeff Locke. It's in Miami. I wish it were in, in Wrigley, but I think that'll be fine. But my last pick, my A pick, who I'm going with, I've been talking about him for like a few weeks now, but I want an Indian that can hit righties, and that is going to be Jan Gomes getting Wade Miley. I feel like I've mentioned this specific pick recently as like my B pick or something. I made the specific pick recently. <laughs> Wade Miley, it looks like I'm glancing, has not started against the Indians lately, but... Anyway, I want Jan Gomes getting a lefty. He's 4% owned. He's smashing lefties. He's doing just fine. They're going to score on him. So I have Jan Gomes up there. If not him, Alberto Mora if I didn't get him earlier in the week. And if not him, boring old Nick Marquez. There's options on Thursday, though, for sure. So, <sighs> yeah, that'll do it, Matt. That is our, our week of picks. There's a lot going on. Is there uh, anything else you got before we get out of here? I think we, we ran it down pretty well, Dylan. I don't, I don't have a whole... We did. We did. We, we did our best in this episode where the picks moved on us a lot while we were yes. recording the night before. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Of, I wasn't going to say anything, but thanks a lot, ESPN. Yeah, you really helped us out there. We used the ESPN schedule and we glance ahead, and it's been being refreshed night. Lots of movement around, so... As always, check your matchups and check your lineups. We record, obviously, only twice a week and things move around. So hopefully it helps you. And again, you're not taking our advice as gospel on picking exactly in the order we suggest. You're just take what we say and think about it and see if it helps you. And if you agree and want to go with those guys. And hopefully you're trusting the method more than the, the specific guys. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was a, a fun episode to record in that way. way. <laughs> Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And we'll be back again on Friday with even more uh, more picks for you. And, and maybe an update on our spreadsheet. Softball update so, on Friday, too. And a softball update. It's your last day of your softball season before right, the playoffs. Yes, so. we are in the playoffs, too. We've, we've played. That's so. good. That's good. So I'll be back on Friday. Anyway, for Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and have a good week. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.